0: Welcome to Your Life and Money, where we believe that financial planning is not just about numbers, it's about your life. I'm Brad Smith, joined always by Tim Barodi, and each episode we'll be sharing stories from real people who have used life-centered planning to achieve their goals and dreams. At Advice First, we believe that the key to financial success is aligning your money with your values and your priorities. And we're here to help you do just that. So sit back, relax, and let's get started on the journey to a life-centered life centered plan. well Brad welcome back thank nice you to see you again as Good to always be back.
1: and um, yeah we're gonna jump right into to our episode today as we said at the at the end of our last episode from a couple weeks ago um, we have a couple more tools that we want to kind of introduce and um, and go through and then share a, an interview that you did uh, or maybe not interview a, a discussion that you had with, with a client of ours and um, who I like just because we share a first name. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so we have a, a lot to cover in today's episode. And so I um, wanted to jump right into it. So uh, just as a, as a quick reminder for people, we, we have a couple new tools that we're rolling out uh, here in 2024. Um, and so we covered the first uh, two of those tools in our last episode. And so um, tool number three is... Um, Brad, I'll let you take it over. Yeah, here. tool
0: number three um, is um, on the retirement planning side mm-hmm. and it, and even investments to make sure that your investments are actually aligned with what it is that you're trying to accomplish. So in our last episode, we looked at the first two tools, which was the financial planning tool. And if you want to get access to that tool, you can either go back to the last episode and uh, click on the link in the episode notes, or we'll put it in this episode as well. Mm-hmm. And people can access to that. So that's just overall financial planning. And then the second one, which is not so much financial planning per se, but it's lifestyle. So mm-hmm. making sure that you're getting the best life you can. And we we mentioned that um, financial planning actually um, contributes, can actually help your uh, lifestyle. Right. So um, a lot of your lifestyle concerns or issues can be improved with Proper financial planning. Uh, So today, one of the biggest transitions that people go through is uh, retirement, Mm -hmm. and um, and that is often the kind of the starting point that people will come to us because they're not getting good retirement planning where they currently are, and so that's one of the things that we really focus on. And so the next the next tool is to actually see how you're doing in regards to your confidence around. Retirement planning. So it's similar to financial planning, but it's actually kind of getting right into speaking financially or specifically about retirement and investment. So things that we want to talk about here or uncover or get an, an idea of what your score might be. And just to reiterate that, as well as as you go through these tools, it will score you kind of a zero to a hundred. And you want to maintain that score if it's it's good. Or you want to look at the specific areas where you can improve on that score over time. Um, so one is the the main the main one I would talk about is your confidence around right. your retirement plans, which is a why a lot of people come and see us. But even though people come and see us, people that we work with will ask us that same question uh, every, every year. year. <laughs> it's, well, am I still on track? Yeah. You know, and and this is a great way to kind of turn that around to them to say. Do you, how do you feel that you're, you're on track or that your retirement plans will provide what you need in the future? Um, so lots of great elements around um, that confidence. Um, the knowledge around the, the risks in retirement mm-hmm. as well. Um,
1: Which I will say is probably something maybe people don't think about enough or, or, or that's not always, it's always the, well, do I have enough saved, right? Can I retire but it's not. It's rarely do we have people thinking about the well. What could happen in retirement? <laughs> right.
0: Right. So an easy one, again, that people will bring up that we can talk about here in 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 this episode is again the power of inflation. Right. Right. A lot of people are like well, well, could I outlive my savings? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, not only am I eating away at my savings, but if my cost of living goes up, which again is one of those uh, right. unknowns, yeah. what I like to say is the cost of aging, uh, it, do I have confidence around my financial plan or my retirement plan in that particular area? So, And then we also have talked about people failing in retirement right. and yeah. wanting to go back to work yeah. or don't know what to do with themselves, and so we do the retirement coaching for them as well. Um, and again, the score can kind of unpack those types of things so Mm -hmm. we have the right kind of conversations with clients and hone in on the areas that they want to uh, focus on as opposed to us always telling them what they need to be focusing on. Right. Um, Helps people know if there's proper supervision of their plan, uh, regularly looking at it.
1: Which again, I know is something we've talked about a number of times, but again, it's that importance of reviewing, monitoring, tweaking, changing Um, Again, it's that living document or that living plan that, again, you want to make sure is continually changing along with you.
0: And how many people have we talked to over the years where their advisor has been telling them, oh, yeah, you're on track. Oh, you're on track every year. Oh, yeah, you're on track. But they can never kind of prove it. And then, and, th- and then they come and then they cut trust me exactly and then they come and see us and then we actually answer that question right. for them and often sorry you're actually not on track and we need to get some things in place in order for you to have a fulfilling retirement so yeah
1: i mean unfortunately it happens a lot it right? happens so, a lot yeah
0: yeah um, utilizing tax strategies mm-hmm. um, and we've talked i think we've talked in the past about utilizing tax savings accounts and if we haven't then we need to do an episode <laughs> on that <laughs> um, and then, um, yeah, just the overall uh, confidence around the retirement plans uh, so that it doesn't become a source of worry. So right. those are the types of things. And this tool helps, again, uncover those things as well for people. Which
1: then, again, links back to that lifestyle whale and you're the other things that, again, if I'm not stressed about this, I can... Improve these other areas and whatnot.
0: And if we don't ask those questions, we'll never know. Right. So and we nobody don't, asks. Sorry, right. Right. <laughs> so we don't know what areas that we need to be talking to our clients about. And and if you're a listener and you're not a client, uh, these are the things your advisor should be doing for you. Uh, and if they're not, then you need to be either going to them to to see if they're willing to take the time to do it, which a lot aren't, or you can reach out to our team and we'll happy to have a conversation with you. So there's my little, my little plug (laughs) for our business. So, um, all right. So that's the retirement one. So the idea is to give people more confidence about retirement and uncovering those 10 key areas. And then the next one is making sure that we finish well. So that's estate planning. Um, and a lot of people want to defer this. They, they don't want to talk about it. It's complicated. There's too many unknowns. Um,
1: or it, just move, or it's too complex, right? right. <laughs> or there's
0: just this lack of urgency. It's like I'm not dying for 30 years, so I'll get around to it 30 years from now. Yeah. You, it's like 40, 50 years, so you know,
1: knock on wood,
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, there's lots of time to get to it. So there's no urgency, but we want to kind of uncover again those ideas of of um, uh, of of the estate plan. But the questions I like in this particular one is is uh, how much I I how much I want to leave, mm-hmm. um, how much I need to leave, mm-hmm. um, and then, um, how much i going to leave. Right. Those are three actually very specific kind of questions and mm-hmm. we want to know people's confidence around them, their answers around those so that we can build that into the plan. Um, and so those types of things, again, looking at the risks to the estate plan, looking at the distribution, mm-hmm. uh, and making sure that, um, we, again, do tax minimization. However, that, that my little side note on that is that it doesn't drive the bus. Right, which
1: right? goes back to our series from the end of 2023, um, where we had a number of episodes about this exact topic, right? And, right? and the the proper way, I guess in our minds, the proper way to to do that wealth transfer planning, um, because yeah, it, Historically, or most commonly, it's always the taxation that drives the bus, right? Um, But that's not necessarily what should be driving any of the decisions, right?
0: It's it's a stewardship role, right, to drive that bus. But having said that, how many people have we have we come across that are so ticked off that nobody did proper? tax planning on the RSPs or RIFs for mm-hmm. their parents mm-hmm. and got stuck with a massive tax bill at the estate and swore that they're not gonna do it themselves, right? right. Yet our profession continues, continually defers to the future, which just defers the tax to the future. Right. Your biggest tax year is the year that you pass away. So yeah. we wanna make sure we're taking advantage of those types of things. Uh, and then regularly updated, a lot of people think it's one and done. Again, yeah. <laughs> Right? But it needs to be updated as, as things change um, as well. So again, um, taking away the worry and creating the confidence on that. Then the bonus one. I I'll was just- going
1: to say, I think you mentioned one bonus tool. <laughs> so what is the one bonus tool? The
0: bonus tool is actually um, uh, making sure that your advisor is accountable and actually doing what they say they were doing. Oh, and oh. Uh, so it's actually more on us from the feedback on the from the client. So
1: we get a report
0: card. We actually get a report card, and so these these again these are questions that you could be asking yourself about your advisor. But we are actually putting it into a tool to make sure that we're accountable and doing what you need as opposed to what we think you need. So things like um, communications clear and timely, mm-hmm. uh, being able to contact them or get access to them. Uh, support through the whole planning process, ability to amend and change, right? Um, a service that you're getting from them, uh, getting good value for the money that you're paying, mm-hmm. uh, and knowing it's
1: always a hot topic.
0: And knowing what you're actually paying for as Even well, a hotter topic <laughs> exactly. <what's that> <laughs> All those embedded fees, but we're we're very uh, upfront on what people pay and what they what they uh, get for what they pay. So. Um, Yeah, services that you expected and hoped for, that you received. Um, And and what I would say is if you were starting over and you were going out to look for a a financial advisor, Mm -hmm. is the current advisor you have now on your shortlist I hope so. <laughs> I, me too. But that's a great question and those are the types of things that we want to kind of uncover and would you even recommend your current advisor to somebody else? Probably if you're answering that question in the negative, then why are you there yourself, right? Yeah, right. So For sure. Those are the bonus ones, so. Excellent. All right, so now what we want to do is um we're going to shift gears a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh a, a little while ago I did an interview with one of our clients. He came in for his annual review. So kind of full disclosure, he was happy after the review. <laughs> and uh, his name is Tim. So I refer to him as Client Tim in this clip to kind of uh, protect his uh, identity a little bit, but also not to confuse them with co-host Tim. And so uh, uh, Client Tim and I, we just took a few minutes to kind of uh, uncover the, the power and the benefits of, of financial planning from a client perspective instead of us always mm-hmm. telling you what it should be. Um, here's Tim, Client Tim. Uh, and myself having an interview and a little quick discussion around financial planning and uh, the benefits to him and his family. All right. Well, we're back into the podcast booth, but this time I'm uh, not with Tim Barodi as our co-host Tim. I'm actually with uh, Client Tim just to make sure that there's a distinction. So yeah, welcome to the uh, podcast booth, Client Tim.
2: Thanks, Brad. (laughs) Thanks for having me.
0: So we've been uh, talking about uh, financial planning and the power of that and the benefits of that and why you would do that from, I guess, from our perspective and over the last few episodes. This time, what I want to do is to bring somebody in uh, f- from a client perspective or from a consumer perspective of you know the value of financial planning to you. So, um, full disclosure, I know that you're a you know you you like the financial planning process, so I'm not bringing somebody in that doesn't like it. Uh, so no problem there. Uh, but yeah, what why what is it about the financial planning process that you like uh, over these years? We've known each other a long time. Uh, we've been doing planning together a long time what is it about planning that you like
2: um i think the best part of planning is you you get a a journey a route uh, that um, you can then follow and come up with some tangible results to get to a place with your financial portfolio that you want to be and if you're not planning it's just a haphazard kind of journey. It's just like going anywhere else. So if you're, if I'm going on a trip, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to plan the route out, I'm going to see where I'm going. And then when you go and do the journey, it's it's a no brainer kind of process. So when you do the planning, just like in traveling, um, in financial planning, that's what we liked about it is we set goals and targets and and then once you do all that, you don't gotta worry about it anymore too, because it's an automatic process. You review it every, you know, every year or every six months, whatever. But it's you don't worry about it anymore. And it's especially when you're working with financial planners as well, as this is what they do all the time, it takes the burden off your, you know, worrying about it and having to 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 figure all that out. Somebody else is doing that. You're having input to it. But what you're going to do is you're going to reap the benefits at the end, and that's really, I think, the biggest part of planning is what's you know the goal at the end. You're you get to retire and you, you don't got to
0: worry about it. So one of the things that we've always like to say to people, if, uh, if if you if you don't know where you're going, any road will get you. There. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so it's it's kind of no, it's as you said the journey. It's, it's kind of good to know what road to take to mm-hmm. know where you're getting. Uh, where you're trying to get to Um, what I'd like to know going off a little bit script here, but just, you know, you, you tend to uh, run the financial side of your, your household uh, between you and your, your lovely spouse. (laughs) Um, If you had to speak for her for a moment, what's the benefit of financial planning from a marriage perspective?
2: (laughs) Well, it's one less thing to worry about. (laughs) I mean, there's lots of things in marriage that uh, you do together and I mean, financial planning, we do together, but that was just one of the things that was on my plate. And like any marriage, you know, you you take roles and whether it's cleaning the house or taking care of the cars or the mortgage or the whatever, um, knowing and trusting your spouse <laughs> to take care of that, especially on the financial side, right. is is key and so you need that trust but also you need to understand that they have some help too so one there's a process that she understands not to the nth degree right. but understands yep. and uh, two knows that I'm gonna be on top of it because it's what we do and w- what we'd like to do in retirement is travel a lot so this has allowed us to do that because we've planned the process we've planned for the expenses
0: and now we get to reap the benefits yeah. Yeah. So you, you just mentioned travel uh, and you know there's lots of goals that can go into financial planning yeah um, but that kind of leads into my next question and that is where can you look back on, on your journey of financial planning and being being dedicated to that process as you said you know year in year out you keep revisiting it um, where have you seen kind of that tangible value that you got from the, from the financial planning process, where where can you kind of look back at, over your lifetime and say, you know, I was able to accomplish this because of that financial planning process.
2: So I think our biggest accomplishment and that financial planning helped us do is it re- we retired early, mm. and and actually quite early in in today's standards, or whatever. Um, our plan was flexible enough that because. We wanted to retire just like everybody does, but you never know when you, you hit roads and bumps and expenses come up and kids and houses and cars and whatever, um, but because we had a plan, because we had set aside for many years and uh, you know funds to, to fund retirement and so on, when it came, we got to look at it and said, okay, can we do this? Is, are we allowed to do this? Not allowed personally, but allowed to financially. And the plan that we had in place worked because, you know, we retired probably five to eight years early. Yeah. And our, our financial plan allowed us to do that because of all the things that we did in the previous 25, 30 years or so. Right. Um, it was important to me and to my wife, both of us. To start it early, because I mean, you hear about the the magic of compound interest and so on, but it's it's a true fact that yeah, true. the earlier you start and start squirreling away stuff and leave it, and it, it's growth. It's you know, no matter what you're investing in, it something's going to happen with that, and uh, that was always our belief, and we tried to do that, even the smallest bit. To start, and then you increase that and increase that, and sure enough, you look at the end and go, "Wow, that that was a really good process." And look, we got to retire early, so I think that was our biggest bonus with financial planning: is that we we both got to to move on to our retirement life early, and now we
0: enjoy the benefits of it. So, right, Yeah. yeah. So, and we we talk about that a lot: is trying to make sure we give people two things clarity about their future mm-hmm. and the confidence in the decisions that they make right and that's what that financial planning process did for you it gave me <coughs> the confidence to say you know we we if we so choose we right. could choose to retire now yep. and it's giving us the clarity that we're not going to run out of money here right? right and and the real true benefit of that again i'm kind of preaching to the choir here but the real true benefit of that is that we recognize That life is not a rehearsal. And how many people will come to us and say, can I afford to retire? What if I run out of money? What if I need that money down in the future? And then they just work all their life uh, way longer than they needed to when they could have retired sooner, enjoyed life more, been more generous, done more things. Um, and uh, enjoyed life more because we're not yeah. promised tomorrow at all. Right,
2: it's a, it's a scary process if you think of it. You earn all your whole life. Your, you're always thinking about, what am I going to do? Or how are we going to pay our bills? What are we going to do? How are we putting money aside? And so on. And you worry about that. And then that's 30 years or 40 years or whatever it is. And then coming to the end and not earning anymore and relying on all that stuff you did that's a little scary, and a lot of people maybe, you know, I, I don't know, I'm going to have to have a buffer in there. I better work another four or five or six or eight years or or more. Um, but if you do that planning and you have that process, you don't got to worry about that. And, and, and physically or emotionally, you, sh- you still have to go through that process of, I'm not earning anymore it's weird it's a weird feeling but it's once you get into it i tell you it doesn't take long to go oh this is kind of nice this is where we really are reaping the benefits of all the planning that we did do so
0: yeah no that's great great words and you're right it is scary for a lot of people because they go from earning that paycheck Mm -hmm. right with which they have confidence in Mm because they've been doing it for the last 25 30 (laughs) years that you mentioned right i'm confident that you know Every two weeks, there's a deposit into my account from my employer. Yeah, But switching your mind from that's going to stop to yeah. now I'm going to have income coming in from my investments and all the uncertainty that goes around that mm-hmm. over the years, uh, it's a tough switch for a lot of people. It is. It is. So that's that's where the planning
2: helps. Yeah. And having good financial planning and people that care about you and your your portfolio and where you want to go and understand your needs and wants... That's that's a key part of it. So that's that's why we're here.
0: <laughs> Clarity and confidence, yes. because you know you don't know. Life is not a rehearsal. Well, the, I think
2: the third one on that too is choice, yeah. hmm. because you can actually choose. You can choose to do what you want with it. You know, spend more and leave less. You know, spend less and leave more, or whatever. But at least you have a choice. You yes. now have. A, because if you weren't planning, you might not have that choice. So now you've got another thing. There's another nice. C for it. All right, three Cs, clarity, <laughs> yeah. confidence, and choice. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Client Tim, thank you for joining us on the podcast, just giving us a few minutes <laughs> of your time to uh, give us a little bit of a view of your, um, your journey in the financial planning process. Thank you for joining me today. Yeah, You're welcome. All right. Okay. So that was my interview with Client Tim, who... You could tell from that clip uh, is, is very pro-planning. <laughs> yes. uh, and again, full disclosure, he even said it himself. He, he was in the financial services industry, so he fully understands the power of it. But yep. uh, his words are still very, very good. It's given him a lot of clarity and confidence in, the, in his future. And, and that's the message I wanted to uh, share with everybody today. So, so taking that and combining these new tools hopefully our services will be even better this year and, again, giving people the confidence.
1: Right, and, it, and it's those stories that, I mean, reassure us too, right, that we are doing the right things, that we are providing that value for people, um, and that, again, we can see how people have benefited from it. And, uh, and again, we get the privilege of, of, of watching from the outside as people um, enjoy and, um, and see that fruition of planning come come to be
0: yeah and you know that it's not about product none of that anything that we talked about there had anything to do with product right and if you're working with an advisor and everything is about the product or their ability to pick a better i don't know portfolio Mm -hmm. than the next guy or whatever you're in the wrong spot you there's so much more that you could accomplish and have deeper better really uh conversations um and these tools help uncover those so you can get a much better financial planning experience. For sure.
1: Thanks for tuning in to Your Life and Money. We hope you found this episode informative and inspiring. If you have any questions or feedback, please don't hesitate to reach out to us at advice-first.ca. Remember, financial planning is about more than just money. It's about living the life you want to take some time to reflect on your goals and priorities and let us help you create a plan that aligns with your vision for the future. We'll be back with more stories, insights, and strategies to help you get the most out of your money and your life. Until then, take care and keep planning for the life you deserve. All comments are of a general nature and should not be relied upon as individual advice. The views and opinions expressed in this commentary may not necessarily reflect those of Harborfront Wealth Management. While every attempt is made to ensure accuracy, facts and figures are not guaranteed. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing or tax advice. Please seek advice from your accountant regarding anything raised in the content of the podcast regarding your individual tax situation.